Fuck, man. Here, hold my beer. Good evening, gang. Mikey Boy here. Yeah, bringing 2016 to a close. Night before New Year's. Been a long day. Going to sit out back in the high desert. A little chilly. Got the poncho on, but uh, we're going to close out 2016. Interesting year. Coming up on 2017. We'll talk about all of that. So kick back, grab yourself a cocktail, throw on a poncho, and I'll tell you what, we'll be right back. Talk about uh, life in the Southwest with Mikey. Good evening, gang. Mikey Boy from the desert, creeping up on New Year's Eve, 29th tonight. Been hanging out all day. Here we are in the dark. It's been kind of chilly here. I may have mentioned we're we're in the high desert. Depending on how you drive, we're about a little over an hour out of Las Vegas. So that'll give you an idea. We're supposed to be uh, kind of warm here, man. It's been a little chilly, but that's okay. Those 112, 114 days make up for it in the summer. But as we get into the new year, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, what uh, what are we giving up this year? And uh, yeah, maybe even throw in. One of those, uh, one of those famous cop stories. So I'm working the graveyard, right, in the summertime, which is when all the uh, the patrolmen with seniority get it right. Again, mentioning here in the high desert, uh, it, it doesn't dip below triple digits until 10 p.m. Uh, we didn't come on ship till 11, so. Yeah, you uh, you work the graveyards, you sleep all day in the summer when it peaks at 114, and then you work the graveyard shift. So one particular graveyard, 4.30 in the morning, get a call from the dispatcher, and God bless her, I could, something in her voice, you didn't want to send me to this, but, and I found out later uh, that he had been, every morning about this time, 4.30 in the morning, he would call and complain about someone running a stop sign, and it's a residential neighborhood at an intersection, so it's like a non-issue, but again, I find out later, she, uh, she, this particular dispatcher just would like an end to it. He's calling 911 on a traffic complaint. So I roll in, and he's waiting for me on the corner, a guy in his late 20s, and he's in distress. He's really upset. I don't know if it was upset that, uh, intimidated by the police officer rolling up to his front lawn. I, I don't know, but uh, he immediately... And he was animated, he pointed to the stop signs, and every morning this woman runs that stop sign in this Camaro. And I, I asked him, did you get a plate? He said, no, but I drew you a picture. And he's got a business card, and on the back side of the business card is a little, wow, like a rudimentary stick figure guy car. Just a generic car, but I could see it was a two-door. And he said, but here's the car. And me, being Officer Mikey, just said, oh, okay, I've seen that car around. I said, in fact, I think I know who drives it. And I drew on the backside of that business card a stick figure, like hangman. But to make it look female, instead of just a round, circular head, I put curls on it like a water buffalo. Whoop! Little curls down, so one on each side. And I said, is that her? expecting him to either flip me off, walk off, and he said, no, that's her. I'd recognize her anywhere, he said. So 
I look at the other side of the business card, and it's actually a doctor's appointment card for the county mental health. So obviously, again, man, this is this is really ruining this guy. He can't sleep. So I'm going to show him a little compassion and said, all right, here's the deal. You go inside and get some sleep because this shit stops now. I'm going to put an end to this. I know who this is and I know this car. You don't ever have to stand out here on this corner again and watch for her because it will stop. And he was so relieved and he thanked me. We shook hands and I told him good night. And guess what? He never called again. Yeah. <laughs> Midnight shift in a police cruiser. <laughs> Back in the day, back in the, the, the early mid-80s, I used to think I was a skier, okay? I'm, I'm a jock of all trades, man. There's nothing. One of those guys, you've met these guys. I wasn't that good. I was never a blue chip athlete. Let's get one thing out in the open right now. I was never a blue chip athlete. But, uh, you know, you could pick something up and not master it to be good at it, right? So I meet my, meet my wife, and uh, she skis. And uh, the... I think it was our, our, well, our second date, actually. She wanted to go skiing. Um, I found out the hard way. In fact, she's a legit black diamond skier. I'm not. In fact, uh, she told me after that day in her sweet, sweet way, not condescending, but she said, look, if any of my friends ask you if you ski, just tell them, no, you don't. So I kind of got, got the clue there, right? So back to, uh, gosh, close to Memorial Day. She says, uh, I had kind of moved into her place. We were seeing quite a bit of each other. But she says, uh, one day, uh, they're going to go skiing. They, not we, they're going to go skiing in the morning. And we're going to sail in the afternoon. This is when I fell in love with sailing. Love sailing. So I knew I was out as far as skiing. We're talking, these are ski patrol people. But we were going to meet. I would meet them. And we'd get on the sailboat in the afternoon. So... She did say, after they were done skiing, I met her, and as we were driving to the lake, I got my, I'm sporting some killer billabongs. You know, I was wearing billabongs before they were cool. Remember that? Uh, my first pair of billabongs, we bought 1981, and I remember it said, established 1973, and I thought, Jesus Christ, that's like a 10, who gives a shit, you're not even 10 years old, but it's like, we were, uh, it's like Jesus was cool before he wore sandals. Yeah, this is, uh, we were cool before uh, everybody started wearing, wearing billabongs. So I'm digressing once again. So on the way to the lake, we're actually pulling into the marina. Julie says, now look, don't feel like you have to go along and do what everybody else does on that boat. All right, whatever. And as we're walking to this, <laughs> the boat, she says, because sometimes they sail naked. Now, I had never met any of these people, none of them. I never even met him. So, you know, that's cool by me. So walk into the boat, right? And, and uh, we're out. Now we get out on the open water. I've met everybody. Go below deck, uh, making cocktails down in the galley. As they come up the stairs uh, above deck, the first thing I see is a guy I just met. What a great guy. Bare-ass naked. And he's rubbing himself down with sunscreen. And I thought, ah, oh, shit. What have I signed up for? And he just looks at me and says, hey, man, you can't burn the chode as he rubs his genitalia with, <laughs> with sunscreen. So I get above deck, got my cocktail in my hand. There's one, two, three, four, eight or nine people on board. And I'm the only one that has clothes on. 
hand of God, butt ass naked. And my first problem was, uh, God, the gals that were on board, <laughs> every one of them stone cold hot. And I'm thinking, oh God, that's all I need to do is pop a vein, right? So now, now I'm upset. So I walk, uh, <laughs> I start pacing around the deck, sit down, mind my own business, and I'm drinking my cocktail. Well, now imagine this, a couple hours into the sail, I'm the only one on board still with any clothes on. Now, how awkward, is, now stop and think for a minute. Now I feel naked because I have clothes on, right? So there it is, man. Finally, you got to do it. I peeled off the billabongs, had the varnaise on, acted like I was right at home drinking my cocktail. Yeah, nude sailing, man. That's the only way to go. All right, stick around. Uh, lead is getting a little uppity. I got to go scratch your belly, throw the ball. I'll be right back, and uh, I got some great shit we're going to bring up next. So another year in the books, uh, 2016, and there, I mean, we're getting older, dude. You sit back and think, oh man, uh, here's something I was thinking about the other day. Uh, back in the early 80s, had a great friend, this old boy, he was actually a fighter pilot in World War II. In fact, he was uh, at Pearl Harbor that Sunday morning. Yeah, he got into detail. They spent, they were out drinking all night long. Yeah, the grandpas, <laughs> think about that, our grandfathers. Drinking all night long, hungover, Sunday morning, and now he's awakened with the 20 millimeter rounds coming through the barracks. Um, interesting cat. Well, this guy uh, loved his big band music. Nice to think, man, man it was, it's hopping stuff, man. It's kind of jiggy, right? But he loved to listen anywhere we'd go in, in the Cadillac. Always had to have a Cadillac was the big band stuff. So I'm thinking, man, that's what, 40 years old, right? Well, now stop and think, what am I listening to? What are we listening to? 40 years, man, <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking all, you know, looking back at uh, all the rock stars we lost in 16, my goodness. What's that Righteous Brothers line? If there's a rock and roll heaven, you know they got a hell of a band, no shit. Um, David Bowie, Glenn Fry, these are guys we lost in 16. Keith Emerson and Greg Lake, uh, Leonard Cohen, Leon Russell, Lemmy, Lemmy, yeah, no more Jack and Coke, it's now a Lemmy, um, Paul Kantner, oh, Dale Buffin Griffin, Martha Hoople, yeah, and then uh, here's one, Jimmy Bain, now Jimmy Bain, if you know who I'm talking about, you'll get this, if not, he, uh, bass player with, with Rainbow back in the day, early 70s, in fact, uh, we saw him in, what was that, 79, but he co-wrote one of the greatest rock and roll tunes uh, with Dio, Ronnie James Dio, with Rainbow, Stargazer, you ever want to bang your head, man, check that tune out, but he's, uh, yeah, it was last year, a year ago, Hysteria on the High Seas, that's what all the old rockers do now, is uh, check out the old, uh, go on a cruise, and Jimmy Bain's band is, is uh, opening for Def Leppard on his hysteria on the high seas. Remember this? He didn't feel well. He goes back to his cabin to rest and he dies right there, man. Autopsy, he had lung cancer, didn't even know it. So farewell, Jimmy Bain, man, good stuff. In fact, I'll do some uh, rainbow tonight. But yeah, there you have it, feeling old. Thinking back to old Bob, the old fighter pilot, listening to that big band stuff. And that was Jiggy, that was, that was our, their classic rock. And now my classic rock, same, is 40 years, uh, 40 years old now. Hmm, feeling older, 2016. All right, man, stick around. There's more to talk about.
Well, that about wraps up 2016. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, hey, next time in the adventures of Officer Mikey, I'll tell you about the Great Desert Chainsaw Massacre. All right, that's next time. In the meantime, man, be good to each other. Be safe. Happy New Year to everybody. We'll talk to you next time, gang. Okay?